Yo, welcome to the Shiesty Show. I'm your host, Matt, where we talk a little bit about everything and anything with your everyday people, uh, just everyday situations, uh, what's going on in the world. We talk a little bit about it here. <clears throat> Entertainment, music. Um, so, yeah, let's get right into it, man. Today is March 22nd, 2023. This is episode 13, and we're ready to rock and roll, man. First thing I want to get to is... Uh, Raiders are picking up a lot of New England Patriots, uh, former New England Patriots players. Of course, that was going to be foreseen uh, with Josh McDaniels being our coach. Um, do I like the moves? Some of the moves I feel were good. I like the Jacoby Myers pickup. I think that's a solid receiver, uh, especially if we keep Renfro. I think that's a, a dynamic trio, not the duo, the trio. I think that's a dynamic uh, trio right there with having Myers, Renfro, and Adams. And having uh, the main thing is while well, we franchise tag Josh Jacobs, so that was one of the main things to get our star running back because he he tore up the league last year. So um, that's that's the four-headed monster that I hope we go in with. I hope there's no more uh, last-second trades or anything like that. With um, you know, there's a lot of smoke around Hunter Renfro, but I always feel like the analysts do that. They want the Raiders to make stupid moves so they can have something to talk about on TV. Um, that's just, that's just common knowledge. You know, I don't think anyone really saw the Waller trade, but they're always talking about how we're going to trade Adams and trade this and, uh, just a lot of, a lot of fabrication in the news for the Raiders. You know, that's how it always is, but let's hope that, uh, there's just a lot of smoke and mirrors for the Renfro thing. And, uh, we keep that dynamic trio together and, uh, let them rock. We just picked up, uh, Philip Dorsett. Not really too much of a Patriots guy, so I'm not really too familiar uh, with Philip Dorsett. But from what I heard from a Patriots fan that I do know, that I work with, uh, he told me he's a speedster, so he's the burn guy. So uh, I think um, that's a pretty solid pickup because we don't really have anyone got the burners after Henry Ruggs was out there flying 170 miles down the fucking street. So... Uh, so I'm glad we got him. I'm not really too too sure how that's going to work out. So if he'll be on the team when the season, the season starts. <coughs> Excuse me. And then we also picked up a 6'5 receiver from uh, Washington Commanders that I do not remember the name of right now. But uh, they say he's a big guy. I've seen a couple of his highlights, 6'5". So definitely Calvin Johnson height. Um but we'll see we'll see what we can do. It's nice to have a big threat now that Waller's gone. Uh, I think Adams it's probably the next no i think myers my bad myers i think it is about six three six four and then adams is about six one uh so nice to have some length on the outside over there because renfro is not the biggest guy so the, that makes up for that situation now another thing i want to speak on is do i think jimmy g will last in vegas with a nightlife because uh i know it's gonna be a, a running joke he's a porn star and all this stuff but in all honesty that's one thing that's uh, kind of um, did the Raiders in with some of these players. Like uh, Josh Jacobs has gotten a DUI. Henry Ruggs gotten a DUI. Uh, former first-round pick David Arnett started waving guns and acting gangster on IG Live. Um, so the situation is, is is and I, there was another one, I think, that got a DUI. I, I'm not sure if it was Nate Hobbs. Uh, I don't want to throw him under the bus for something he didn't do, but I believe that's who it was. So there's already been a, a, a reoccurring event here with some of these players. Um, 
I kind of knew this was going to happen with the nightlife in Vegas. This is the biggest party town in the world. And a lot of tourists, a lot of uh, people coming in from the outside. Um, so with Jimmy G last there with the nightlife, knowing that he is kind of a guy that likes to go out and have fun and, um, you know, be a porn star, as they say. Um, man, I hope he can control it and just keep us winning, man. Everything cares itself when you win. A lot of that outside noise goes away. Um, whether you're doing bad stuff or good stuff off the field, sad to say. But if you're winning, nobody's uh, people tend to look the other way. So as long as Jimmy G can come in and win his football games, because it's all about just win, baby. Um, you know, we'll see how he does in the in the Vegas lifestyle and the Vegas nightlife. Uh, you know, we'll see how that comes together there in in Vegas. Um, do I think he's an upgrade from Derek Carr? Absolutely. Um, Derek Carr has never won a playoff game. People like to say that. Raiders had bad defenses and bad teams, but he went to two playoff runs with solid records, so you can't say the team is whack if you're making it to the playoffs. Uh, so as long as Jimmy G can come in and be a clock, not clock manager, my bad, a uh, game manager, couple deep, couple deep passes a game, nothing too crazy. I know he doesn't have the biggest cannon arm, uh, but if he can come in and, and drop a couple dimes, deep balls, um, you know, I think that the weapons that he has around him will do a lot of the work for him, uh, pick up a lot of the slack. Uh, he just has to be accurate, precise, and uh, really, really dig, in, dig into this offense um, and, and and really trust what's going on because you got one of the best backs and one of the best receivers there to help you out. So let's hope Jimmy G can bring it together for us and uh, we have a solid season here. Um other news that I have, I have, oh, Saturday is the uh, Benavides Caleb Plant. Um, I'm not too sure who I'm rocking with, man. I was I was heavy on Benavides until I heard a Caleb Plant uh, podcast yesterday. Um, pretty emotional on, on, on the Pivot podcast with Ryan Clark and, and uh, Frank Taylor and uh, Crowning Chowder, um, Crowder. Uh, so... Uh, he talked about losing his daughter uh, in 2015. Aaliyah was her name. And I actually have a daughter named Aaliyah. And um was just kind of a little emotional about it, just to think about my daughter ever going through something like that. He said his daughter was uh, having a lot of seizures. Um, she was going brain dead, uh, fighting in the hospital every day, uh, being in the hospital weeks at a time. So, you know, that it, it really touched home for me. Um, like, I was going for Caleb against Canelo. You know, I, I'm not the biggest Canelo fan. Um, so, so in this one, man, it's a little tough for me. Do I think Caleb Plant is skilled? I think he's very skilled, man. I think from what I've seen, the Canelo fight in the fight previously, uh, he's stepping up his game. He, he's He's learning. Like I said, he's he's a big guy. He's he's long. He's rangy. He's six about six one. So he's long. He's rangy. Um, you know. So I'm up in the air still. Saturday, I'll probably have more of an understanding of who I would want, who I want to win. But uh, as for right now, it should be a good fight, man. Both guys are big. Both guys are young. Lineal championship on the line. Uh, winner becomes mandatory for Canelo. 
This is what I will say about Canelo, though, now that we're in the boxing. Uh, Canelo is having a tune-up fight um, in May, I believe. And if Canelo doesn't come back and fight, excuse me, if Canelo doesn't come back and fight one of these guys, then then my, my thoughts on Canelo from this whole time have been true. He's just picking and choosing when he wants to attack. Um, and is it good? Uh, good for him, but not good for boxing, not good for the fans. Um, I get I get every now and then you need a tune-up fight, get yourself together. Um, but if he, he if he fights a no-name guy and then he comes back and fights another no-name guy, the only way I can see him getting away with not fighting the winner of Plant and um, Benavides is that if he goes and fights the rematch against Bovo, uh, I would take that as a con- uh you know, it's considered another consideration because, you know, of course he lost to Bovo and he probably wants to avenge that rematch. But if he comes back and fights no name guy, the shit I've been saying about Canelo, this is why I'm not the biggest Canelo fan. Uh, he talked a lot of shit about Mayweather and the way Mayweather promotions had moved and uh, talked a lot about how Mayweather ruined boxing. But he does a lot of the same things. He does a lot of the same tactics. Um, I get it when you're the man, you call the shots, but at some point in time, you got to just do it because you love boxing and you want to give the fans what they want to see. Not a bunch of fucking, uh, C-level fighters and you collecting belts from, from a lot of people that, uh, nobody's even really heard of. Nobody heard of Caleb Plant. Nobody heard of Rocky Fielding. Nobody heard of Liam Smith. No one heard of Callum Smith. Uh, these guys were the top guys in their in their in their weight class because they have a belt. But at this time, at this time in boxing, it's not the same. These top guys are not top guys. These guys that have belts are not fighting top guys because top guys are going after the money fights. They could care less about the belts nowadays. Um, and that's just how boxing is is going and and, and the way it's moving. Um, not here to criticize on what Canelo should do or not do, but I know if he doesn't make that fight happen between either Plant, Benavides, or Bovo, then that's a sucker move to me in my eyes. Um, you know, if he goes and fights another C-level fighter, this is exactly why uh, boxing is going downhill. But anyways, off of the tangent, uh, back to some other boxing news. We got the Ryan and Tank fight coming up. Um, I will say this. Uh, the rehydration clause in the contract is a little worrisome. Uh, I don't think Tank's ever really needed an advantage, but it seems like he's pinpointing a lot of things for this fight to to have in his favor. Uh, does that mean he's nervous? Does that mean he's maybe a little worried? He seems a little worried. He he's, he said he's not stupid. He doesn't want Ryan to blow back up to, to 100 50, 160 pounds, which I don't think Ryan really is. I think Ryan probably walks around. Ryan's about 5'8", 5'9", probably 5'9". He probably walks around 150, 155 at most. Uh, He is getting a little bit bigger, but, you know, that's what happens when you grow older and you start to fill out in your body. Tank is 29 years old. Ryan is, what, 22, 23, 24, somewhere in that range, so... Of course, his body's starting to fill out now, and he's getting the grown man body, and um, Tank is maybe a little worrisome, but overall, Tank, I believe, still has the, the the power 
the power in his in his favor more than Ryan does, but definitely Ryan looks like he's getting bigger and stronger, and it may be concerning for uh for Tank to to deal with that. But it is what it is. Like I said, when you're the man, you call the shots. Uh, is it right? Is it wrong? You know, you got to pick and choose and, and decide that for yourself. But I'm just giving the news here on the Shiesty Show. Um, so we'll see. We'll see how that fight goes, man. I'm just happy the fight's made and we can make it happen. The next fight they need to make is definitely the Terrence Crawford and Earl Spence. But uh, we got to see, man. Like I said, boxing fumbles the bag on a lot of these fights. Promoters, egos, uh, a lot of stuff gets in the way with these guys. But. You know, it has to be done soon or we're going to get another Canelo Triple G3 where it's just the fight's overdone, expired, turns out to be a dud because Crawford's getting up in age. I think he's 36, 37. Earl's uh, early 30s. So um, it's got to be made, man. Got to be made pretty soon, hopefully. Um, NBA news, slam ball. Oh, yes, some NBA news off the NBA, but basketball. Slam ball is returning. Um, I used to watch this when I was a young kid. Right after wrestling, slam ball used to come on 9 p.m. on Spike TV. Or I believe it was right before wrestling. Can't remember right now, but it was on cable. Spike TV, slam ball, uh, trampolines to dunk, tackling. Uh, just another way to play the game of basketball. So. Coming back in July, I definitely want to check that out. I like how some of these things that when I was a kid is starting to come back. I seen Toys R Us came back in the stores of Macy's. Uh, that's another thing that's a childhood memory for me. So I definitely want to check it out, Slam Ball. That would be cool if they actually get some celebrities in there. I think I think if they want to drive up the viewership for this, uh, this go-around, I think they should throw in people like Jake Paul, um, maybe throw in Kevin Hart. Guys that actually uh, can play some ball, um, you know, and and, and uh, showcase some talent, bring some some eyes to the to the viewership, and and uh, see how it goes, man. I definitely definitely was a fan of slam ball back in the days, so we'll see how that goes. More NBA news: Lakers on a run. Uh, it's gonna be enough, you know. They they made the trade deadline. Uh, got rid of Russell. They got rid of some players and brought in some player. Got rid of Pat Bev, which I was one 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 uh one move I didn't like. They're thirty five and thirty seven at the moment, going up against Phoenix tonight, um at seven p.m. thirty eight thirty three Phoenix Suns. You know they right there coming. They're they're eleventh in the West is right now, but they got to come in and close out the rest of these games. Um, so we can see what the Lakers will do, man. They. They went in. They went. It seems like they went all in with the trades they make, uh, getting some of these guys. Mm. So Malik Beasley, uh, what's that his name? The 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 man that slept with Larsa Pippen. Um, forget his name right now. But him, uh, I know they went and got. D'Angelo Russell, which was drafted by LA when he was 18, 19. Uh, so, so some big names came there, and um, we'll see, man. We'll see if the Lakers can pull it out. Um, haven't really been uh, keeping up yet. I, I, I tune into basketball. It's like baseball for me. 
the season's a little bit too long to try to catch every game, but I know during playoffs that's when I'll be tuned in a lot more. So we'll see if they can they can get there. Phoenix, man, I think they're gonna be the ones to beat out west. So this is this is a good preview. This is a good matchup coming up tonight, seven p.m. Y'all check that out. Um, Wiggins absent from the Warriors. I was getting the the tea on this uh, on Instagram and kind of different social media sites here. I was I was kind of getting the tea about why Wiggins has been missing. Never thought Wiggins uh, lived up to his potential. I'm um, not trying to bash the guy, but never never lived up to his potential. He was a number one pick. Uh, they say he was going to be the next LeBron James coming out of high school. He was he was highly touted. Um, big name that came out and, and, and never really performed up to par. He was on the Wolves for many years. Uh, went to the Warriors. Um, has has picked up picked up his rampant play, but you know definitely not the sensation that we were hoping for. But overall, still good career. He still has a ring. Uh huh. But the T is, you know, this 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 is real life shit to tell you that sometimes it don't even matter about money, size, any of that. Um, where it is that he's been away from the team because his wife cheated with uh, his best friend. And his two kids may be his best friends. <clears throat> so this is what I tell you guys, man. Most of the time, people hating on you or people scheming on you are going to be the people that you wouldn't even think. People coming from your own team, your own circle. As long as you're not doing better than them, they're happy for you. Um, but you got you got success. Anything in life brings envy. Uh any type of success can bring jealousy. So, sad, sad situation for the young man. Uh, feel for a man. That's 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 must be a terrible thing to go through. Um, so, out prayers out to Wiggins, man. Hope is everything is gonna be all right and he can come back and play ball. Like I said, he never turned out to be the player he was, but he can still be a vital role for for the Warriors to win another chip. And. Um, Calling it here. This is my prediction for the NBA Finals. It's going to be the Phoenix Suns out the West. And I think it will be. It's going to be the Celtics. I think it will be the Celtics coming out the East. I think that's going to be the NBA Finals. Uh, that's my prediction here on the Shiesty Show. Uh, coming back, like I said, uh, trying to do these every Wednesday. Um, new cycle was a little dry this week, dried up like some fucking bammer weed straight from fucking Mexico. So, um, yeah, man, we're going to try to get it lit every Wednesday. Y'all tune in, check us out both on YouTube and Spotify. I'm your host, Matt. This has been another episode of the Shiesty Show and, uh, we out. Do it.